0: Sibilance, sibilance. One, two, three. Oh, okay. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, as usual, new BP. Uh, don't know when this is going to come out, but it'll probably come out in a couple of months. Uh, we're just doing a bunch of backlog stuff because we have time to record stuff, uh, seeing that there's no more rainstorms or landslides happening in Hong Kong. Might as well make the best of it because we have no idea when the next landslide's going to hit Hong Kong. You doing know, right there, Jason? I am doing all right. So... I've been uh commandeering the uh the topic discussion for a lot of BPs recently, so I think the uh the, the turns have tabled and it's now on your side to essentially introduce the uh the topic.
1: Right, because the turns of the table. Yeah. Tables have turned. Yes. Got it. Uh well let's talk about beginnings and ends. Are we actually doing an episode on OP's and Nope. Oh, okay. Sorry. Psych! Oh, damn, all right. I, I, I would have been down for that, but sure. Okay. Well. I, mean, I mean, okay, so about OPs and Edies, I you know, I don't skip them. I love them. Will is, is on a case-by-case basis. I respect that. A I lot have of people... not skipped
0: a single opening for Skip and Lover because that song is so good, and the opening is the so bubbly. The dance sequence is good. so bubbly, yeah. Uh,
1: did you watch What's a Koi? No. Okay, no. their opening sequence is also very good. Okay, but this is not about OPs and EDs. But the issue with OPs and EDs is because it's auditory and also of copyright issues, so we can't do that. So, But this is not about OPs and EDs, but it is about beginnings and endings. Because I'm not talking about an ending of an anime per se or an ending of a manga per se. I'm actually talking about the fragmented beginnings and endings of of anime in general. So what this means is we go anime as per usual goes in a four season rotation every year. Also, let's take into consideration that anime, uh, even though it has changed ever so slightly in terms of its purpose, originated as a way to promote their products, right? whether it is the source of the light novel or the manga or whatever, or a multimedia project. So selling Beyblades and yo-yos and whatnot. Or Gundams, all of the above, right? But let's talk about ending occur or beginning occur of anime and or ending a series that has the source ending All of the above essentially is what I would like to talk about today.
0: This is a very heavy loaded topic,
1: but I'm ready for it. Yeah, okay So let's start by talking about how a cur ends. Traditionally being like either like twelve to fourteen episodes, right? I think anime watchers have the unfortunate anxiety where sometimes more often than not – actually, it's not sometimes. Most of the time, when an anime ends, it just ends rather than it being conclusive. I think when we talk about a lot of shows on the you podcast mean, – You mean
0: specifically those seasons, right? Those curves, or do you mean like a series as a whole,
1: like specific curves? Actually, both, but let's talk about mm-hmm. curse first, okay. right? So uh, because generally, there's always this notion for a lot of anime watchers – and even us as well be like, oh, they'll never make a season two. Or uh, we there probably will be a season two, but we don't know when, right? Things like Ancient Magus' Bride, where the source has enough to go off of, but it took forever for season two to be announced and then arrived. On the other hand, you will get, well, Land of the Illustrious at that time did not have a lot of source. I mean, there's infinitely like a lot of series where the source catches up and then they don't have any more source material to adapt, so then they have to wait, yeah. essentially. So they th- know... Th- hence why you have, like, filler arcs and whatnot, yeah. Or, like, hey, we can only adapt up to this point because we don't have any source material, so we have to wait, you know, like, two years for the mangaka or the, r- uh, the writer of the light novel to adapt, to be able to adapt it, right? I yeah. think Beastars is one, for example. Or it's,
0: like, from the get-go, it's, most of the time you just get one season right you just get one season done yeah and then most of the time you know studios are pretty realistic with it and be like okay we'll just write an ending for that or we'll end at a specific end of an arc in the manga and then that'll be it yeah and then like whatever else happens yeah you just gotta go watch go just just gotta go and uh Read the manga.
1: Because very rarely, unless if it's a shounen or One Piece, which is also a shounen, do you get a long-spanning series that adapts everything? I mean, even Bleach right now is only getting the finale of the whole series now, right? After like 10, 15 years, yeah. Yeah. Or you get um, a lot of... I guess like limited. Oh, cars, speaking of right? like mm-hmm. something like,
0: that's come out like after a long time, did you see that Fist of the North Star is getting a new manga, a
1: new anime series? Uh, I'm grinning right now because yeah, yeah, like f- 40 years, that's insane. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, many ways, it is due to the fact that a lot of people now are into anime. That such projects like Fist of the North Star, that I would say, even though is like a classic it's kind of a hard sell nowadays right it's
0: like how are you going to recommend someone like oh you should totally watch this series from the 80s it's like it's not quite the same as watching like a movie from like the 80s or the 90s it doesn't have that kind of grandiose nature to it this is not to like knock on fist of the north star but like yes it sold like 40 million copies of manga back in the day but if you were to think about how many
1: sales it has now, it's it's not comparable. So it's interesting to see they actually brought it back. Right. And I think a lot of series, like when they end their cur, they end on a, okay, it's like a, we're back to the beginning, but everyone has grown or changed or it's it's sort of like, here we go again. There,
0: there's so many series I want to mention that have this specific issue. But if I mentioned them, they're, fucking spoilers. Right. Or
1: or I mean, but I think that kind of motif, right? That trope of actually, it's not no. really there's, an there's, ending. Actually, actually, no.
0: There is one I can mention because it's been out for a long goddamn time and uh, I'm just going to say it anyway. Sure. Dora hetero the way that season one, or not? I don't season even remember one. how it ended. They ended. Were they eating dumplings? No, they ended. Okay, you, you remember the guy with the heart mat? No, 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 the heart mass. The, the the mushroom guy. They're at they're at his palace. Big boy. Yeah. And, Big boss. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the two main characters, right? The the lizard guy and the girl skateboard uh, are, girl are, are fighting, and then it kind of just ends right there. Mm. So the way that it did like that. You would expect it's like an abrupt, right? You would expect that there's going to be a season two to follow up. Yet, like five years later, there's still no mention of any. Did there, oh no, they, there is. Just read the manga.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's really it. Yeah,
0: that's what I had to
1: do. Oh, you uh, got like some specials.
0: I those guess six episodes of them just walking around eating dumplings. That's it. <laughs> I mean, dumplings are great. Though. They were they they look great in the movie in, in, in the anime for sure. In the manga, yeah. Uh,
1: die dark, die dark, die dark. Yeah. Okay, okay, one okay. day, one day, one day. Okay, uh, but. I understand the logistics that whether it is due to the habit of animes being a promotional material at its core, and it's also not a shown-in product where there is something to sell as a merchandise, like a toy or Gundam, right? It just ends. And then despite people clamoring for it, or a lot of cases, we're just like content. We're like, okay, rarely do we get Mashal being Announced off the get-go as a complete anime adaptation, like you put your you put your balls or your dick on the table, and be like, you're we're fucking doing it." And to just uh, uh, Shield Hero, yeah, exactly. With the two seasons announced back to back. I mean, usually it's like let's do a wait and see approach. That is generally for. I mean, even I would argue like the live way action to does do the it. same
0: thing too. Yeah, right? like it's it's it, it's very weird for series to be like, "Oh, you know what? We're doing every single thing you guys do." Even if it makes us lose money, like it, it, what do you as mean as by every single thing? As in like every single episode, in completion to the source, right? So but imagine, oh, like deviations? Yeah. yeah, So 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 basically, it's like you have a whole like twenty four volumes of manga. We're gonna adapt all 24, 24 volumes of manga right from the get go, like what they're doing with Mashal, right? right. It's, it's not twenty four volumes, but you know what I mean. I understand? Right? right? Like
1: nobody. Does that because it's such a huge risk to put your balls on the table like that? Yeah, we know Demon Slayer is going to be adapted fully. You and I know that. Everyone knows that. But they've had like tangible evidence to show, right? Like, and not just that, they don't just announce it from the get go. They just it's just assumed based just on the know. performance, and yeah. we just know. And then it, you know, obviously, over the years. The next one and the next one. Usually uh, they announce at the end of the finale, at the end of the finale as like a teaser or an announcement as a wrap up. Be like, oh, by the way, season whatever is coming. Yo. Or or,
0: or they'll do the Avengers thing at the end where it'll be like Kirito will return for SAO. I was like, okay. We know it's going to come back.
1: Yeah. But sometimes for like whether it is lesser shows or shows that. We don't know if they will get a second season or they just either end abruptly or they just end in this trope like, oh, cyclic effect that I feel that is in many ways like because if we compare to like live action, right? Like, you know, take, uh, you know, any given uh, live action show of any genre, generally live action has a way to wrap things up. In in, in in a somewhat satisfying way. Either that or there's a cliffhanger ending, right? Of course anime gets cliffhanger endings, but I think maybe I'm biased, but I think anime has an extra larger problem. It's or that, issue.
0: And that kinda of actually bleeds into a topic that I wanted to talk about, but I'm happy to sort of I mean let's merge mer- merge it into here. Let's begin this 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 journey, bro. Let's let's do all of it. Fuck it. Do you think that there's just too many anime series
1: that come out per season? Oh, I did not expect you to ask me that question. Okay, that might actually be like a different...
0: Uh, the, the, but I, I'm happy to merge it in here because I think there is some correlation to it. How so? Every season we get like anywhere between 50 to 70 anime series. But if you think about like the live action like, cycle, right? There's not that many series that come out Every fucking month, every three months, and so yes,
1: you do get like exclusives that yeah, come but oh you also God. get like season. Like you get like rather than a fixed season, like oh, this is the fall season lineup. Yeah, you do get you you do get a seasonal lineup, and it is week by week, obviously, but it is not as like a, a cornerstone of the medium. You know what I yeah. mean?
0: But, the, but but what I'm
1: saying here then is like every year we get
0: at least. 200 new series. To, no, 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 so not it's like new. oversaturation? It's not so much oversaturation. It's more just the fact that, like, with... Because a lot of the series we talk about, like they come out mm-hmm. per season. Most of the time, they all fall under one or two different umbrellas. And by, by that, it's like a specific publica- a, a, a publication company, a specific licensing agency, a specific production company. And so, therefore, it's like, when you have, like, 50 different products coming out per year... How is it that you're going to guarantee that every single one of them is going to be a hit, and you can continuously make stuff? So it's like you don't exactly. And and so that's why I think it's like when you have a series that comes out, it's been greenlit for a one-creditation. You as a director, or you as like the production team, are kind of caught between a, a rock and a hard place. Do you play the safe approach and just say, "Look, we got one season. Let's just do what we can, what we got, and then wrap it up in the final episode." And see what happens. Or do you go balls to the wall and say, no, we know this is going to be successful. We're going to make it so that by the time season one ends, that there's going to be a continuation of season two. Because there are series that do that and unfortunately lay dormant, right? Like Blue Exorcist had two seasons and it ended in a way that there was going to be more stuff. Nothing ever came out right? Uh, Same uh, thing with Dora Hedgerow. Uh, isn't Blue Exorcist coming back? It's coming back but it took a long time but that, that's the wait between like season two and season three or whatever season they're on now like it's it's been so long that you've been cliffhung for so long right? And I think Yeah and then you forgot about yeah, it. Yeah so I think it just comes down to a couple things. It's never just one specific thing that is, like, the root of all problems, right? Wait, what was the
1: hiatus between the AOT 1 and 2? Like, six years? Like, 2012, 2018. And that's a big thing, right? I mean, even Promised Neverland, right? Uh, the anime original content, you had stuff to adapt. Like, yeah. it was it, it it was all... I think at that point, it was all done, Yeah. right? Haikyuu also, like, going off of, like, Shonen Properties, Haikyuu is done. Like, the manga series is done. But it, it took forever to get season four or, or they call it Haikyuu to the top. To the top, yeah. yeah. And so so I, I totally get it. But I also think that where season three ended was also very apt. Yes. Such that if that was all we got, it would suck. But I would be okay with it because they wrapped the adaptation up in such a way that it was acceptable. And when I mean by acceptable, I don't mean like a hoity-toity, like, like, like you know, like snot, like... You know what I mean? Like uppity type person. I yeah. mean it as like it was a conclusive beginning, middle, and end. You could have a cliffhanger ending, you could have a tease, but at least like it was like a complete thing.
0: Yeah. And I think like with with why there's like so many anime series that come out per season, it does make it difficult. To make a decision on how you end that specific curve or that specific season of anime, you you have to make the decision from the beginning. Because if you don't have it in pre-production, it's going to be difficult for you to actually plan and produce the shit, right? So you just have to know by the end of episode 12 or 13 or however long your curve is going to be, you got to make a decision. Are we going to make it so that it ends right there and then see what happens if we do get a second like season? Or do we just make it so that there is room for a second season, but it's going to really suck if we don't get it,
1: you know? Yeah, and this is a recent phenomenon that I'm about to mention, or at least I I see it more prevalent nowadays, which is the split cur. I mean, we even... Uh, there, I mean, people use it uh, that system or that phrase we, now. We
0: we talked about this when we were talking about Spy Family when it first exactly. came out, and how like the first Kerr came out, and it was like, dude, it was riding to momentum. It went from like an eight point two to eight point five, eight point seven, nine point fucking whatever, and then when the se- when the final episode of of the first Kerr came out and it ended the it score ended in pl- the aquarium yeah
1: which is like how, why would you end that it was like
0: the s- the score plummeted especially
1: that. the episode before that they teased the 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 last member of the family and then they didn't mention it at all if they cuz
0: and you and I when we saw the episode we were like holy
1: fuck they're going to actually
0: introduce that character exactly. i can't and then when we found out what the fuck was going on in episode 12 yeah, I think they lost like 0.3, 0.4 points on my anime list. A lot of
1: people were angry, and yes, there is going to be like another cur, uh, you know, like part two of season one, like the the next, like like you know, they jump one season so everyone can rest or do, which is important, right? But along that lines, it's like choosing because the aquarium, like they they go to an aquarium that is in the manga. They're uh, they're technically adapting it. Faithfully, right? Yes. And they do it justice for that, like, like mini arc. But they made a very conscious decision, knowing full well there will be a part two, to have this part one end on the aqua aquarium visit. Do, and, do you think it it's arrogance, or do you think it's, like, poor planning? Or neither of those? I I, I don't know, to be honest. But it was, to me, it was like, okay... I mean, I was, like, trying to, like, you know, like, rationalize it, right? Like, okay, I know you're adapting that, so you want to be faithful. You know that it's a split curve, yet yeah, you may not have announced it yet. I mean, and we're talking about any given, you know, split curve thing, but right?
0: anybody on the inside would know this This thing is going to continue to be adapted. We know that Spy Family is super popular, so it doesn't really matter how we
1: end it. People are going to watch it anyway. They know they're going to do a part two of season one. They knew that already, like, from the get-go. But the fact that then why would you put – I would be like put that as like a special to like hold people over yeah, so it, then they it don't actually, forget that. It actually would have worked great as a special. Especially when the, the ending where they do the tease, that cliffhanger ending, was such a good cliffhanger ending, right? Like it was enough because it wrapped up everything beforehand yeah. and it gave you – be like, oh, what the fuck was that? I mean we knew because we read the manga. But it was just like – The Aquarium episode gave us blue balls. That's why it was so – Perplexing to me, but you chose to end it midway at that point. Yeah. When it is I don't think it's a logistic thing. I don't think like I just don't understand. It was
0: it was just poor planning. I think what they could have done was just stretch out a couple episodes uh in The first curve to make it so that he ended on that particular cliffhanger. Maybe it's a deal that you have to produce this much. I I get it. No, it's because if if they license you to produce 12 episodes, you better damn well produce 12 episodes. And so, therefore, it's like, okay, well, we got to figure out the pacing of this. We need to figure out what needs to be shown in the first season. What do we need to cut? What we need to add and all that. And so, I think it was a decision that was made by the business as opposed to like
1: from a creative and productive perspective. And what about Promised Neverland Season 2? That, well,
0: I think is... Because... So that's not so much when it comes to, like, the beginning or ending of an anime series, because the way that Season 1 ended was beautiful. And I think that like, if that was all we got for Promised Neverland, I would have been fine-ish with it. It doesn't really show, like, the actual
1: story as to what happens after Promised Neverland, but... Yeah, but, but it's kind of you know... like its own, like, mini-story or mini-arc, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, it made sense it from was beginning so to end. so good.
0: So what led to them deciding that anime original content for season two of promised Neverland was the right thing to do. I think that was perplexing, very uh, surprising. And unfortunately in the end, a bad decision because now we're not going to see any more promised Neverland until, you know, they give it to a new studio. I think they have to give it to a new studio now. We mentioned in the last episode too, it's like, this is probably the only way that they're going to be able to get something out of Promised
1: Neverland, and it's to change studios. Because Cloverworks cannot keep doing this. Fuck, I wanted to mention for um, our anime streaming platform, I had a problem with Hori Mia. Because oh. Hori Mia, The Missing Piece, is like a continuation of Hori Mia, but then in the way that it's structured, it is not. A season... Like, it's sequel. I don't... Like... Oh, my God. Anyways. Do
0: you do you ever, like, think... Maybe I'll just watch original Horomia And then, like, once that specific episode ends... Then I flip over to The Missing Pieces... And then oh, watch you that. you can't. Because it's, when they jump hu- back yeah. and forth... How? It...
1: Right? How do you do that? But to be fair, right? That is... Because the manga... Okay. So... I'm not going to spoil what happens in Hormia Or Horomia The Missing Pieces... But I will tell you which i guess some people would consider a spoiler the structure of it right so they condense all the major quote-unquote like life events or plot beats in the original hori mia series Mm. all the big uh events such that if you just watch hori mia it's a complete story albeit rushed right the manga is obviously way more volumes of content and a lot of it has been filled with, uh, you know, more slice of life comedic or character like vignettes that are actually very complementary, But they're kind of whatever in terms of comparatively to like the major milestone events. Right. Mm. That's why I think Horimiya piece, when I first heard it, I was hesitant. And even you were, too. When even you picked it for your seasonal bet, you were just like, eh, I'm not sure. Because this could be a treasure chest of courage. right? Exactly. We talked about that, too. But in their case... That was like one of the few instances where I can say, as someone who does anime adaptation with a source, usually we like to kind of like shit on anime adaptations, whereas like her character design perspective or the whole adaptation process, because it's just like then follow the source. Yeah. You have it all laid out for you.
0: Is is Horimiya a, a slice of life or a romance? I mean, it's both. Really? It's both. Okay, it's both. But, so but, but I, think, I would I, I, say. I, I, so that's why I think missing pieces did work then because when you're watching extra episodes of a slice of life it just continues that mood whereas like it with treasure chest of courage it was such a big departure from the overall tone of ranking of kings that maybe that was what was jarring for most people it was, certainly was for
1: me i think it was really smart in retrospect like in retrospection where horror me a piece especially when you have so much like slice of life or like like vignettes here like in this like manga that you have left to adapt but the pieces that you have chosen and how you like show that it is in this section because oh this person's hair or there's a certain life event like it was very easy as an observer visually to be like oh this is during this part oh this is during that part and it was a one of the few instances where i thought the adaptation process was extremely well done comparatively for example to uh church of courage right so you mentioned
0: like in terms of like you know, the the topic you you brought up right the beginning of end and ending of anime whether it be a singular episode or *Kur*, or like a whole season or even like a whole series in general we talked a lot about how series end whether it be at the end of *Kur* or the end of a series. Do you have any sort of
1: gripes or anything to talk about in terms of how series begin? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So the first thing I would mention is it used to be we take episode counts for granted, right? It's the curse system. It is very much established that rarely do people have a a vernacular that is used to represent a set of episodes and almost have it yeah. be a rule. Like, you know that if
0: you're going to get an anime season or something to watch, it's going to be 12 episodes. At or, least. 12, 11 oh, to 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like somewhere within
1: that ballpark. Yeah. Right? You, you other, rare... other series, it's
0: like, we might have eight episodes. We have 16 episodes. We have 10 episodes. You never, you never know. But with anime,
1: it's almost consistent
0: that if there's a cur, it's going to be 11 to 13 episodes.
1: Yeah. And with uh, a lot of the, I guess, the more non- like, TV network broadcasts, like, things like Game of Thrones, things like Walking Dead, you know, obviously, a lot of Netflix original shows of live action, the episode count is not fixed, there's no, like, like, fir- like. of course, anime doesn't necessarily have to follow that rule, but it is very more, almost, I would say, like, 95%, of anime 99 even yeah. I think like, especially almost, if you ex- almost every single anime that comes out in
0: a curve format you can guarantee it will, I mean th- the fact that, that that's how it's gonna be done yeah. I mean the fact that you even say in a curve yeah. format yeah. because that's just standard practice because if it's not then it's no NA or no VA or it's a special yeah, yeah. exactly or, or short right like you might have like, like you can't like even like a four episode special you, you, you can't fine. even
1: say a curve of fully Coolie because there's only six episodes yeah. I, I will never say that Yeah, yeah. I would say season yeah
0: yeah but it's like, yeah, season
1: does not equal current, does not equal season. Right, right especially it, nowadays, right? Because uh, let's take uh, the statement that we were talking about before we started recording today. Uh, what is Attack on Titan called again? Yeah, Attack on Titan, the final
0: season, part three, part two. Naming conventions are out the window now because they decided that we are do- we are totally going to be finishing this in one go. So we're going to call this final- the final season, Part three, the final chapters
1: or something like that. And they didn't finish it, so now they have to do a part two. And it's, it's just... And to me, <sighs> that is so dumb because, A, you know you're going to finish the adaptation. We know you will, unless if something really fucking happens on the production side or, you know, whatever, right? But... I think mo- Devil's a part-timer also did the same thing, too. Yeah, let me, let uh, me those, pull those, let, those 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 it up. No, it's called sequel or the, something. Yeah, let me, let me pull it up. It's like... Uh, With Attack on Titan, what I don't get is when you call something the final season, and I would even accept final season part one, part two, whatever, right? I don't like that naming convention, especially when you call something the final season. But we have a lot of friends and family who love Attack on Titan that know that the—I mean, some of them even know that the manga series has ended— but then when they heard that final season was announced and then they get to the end of, I guess, the first part of the final season, they were like, what the fuck is this? Okay, so the Devil's a Part-Timer slightly different because,
0: you know, it, it, it's like working, where it's like working one exclamation mark, working two exclamation marks. For season two. Yeah, yeah. so they did the same thing for Devil's a Part-Timer. Season one was Devil's a Part-Timer. Uh, uh, it, it would be in, in Japanese, uh, Hataraku Mao-sama. Right, one exclamation mark. The second season was same thing with two exclamation marks, but the English name is "Devils a Part Timer" season two. So then, when they did "Hataraku Mao sama" two exclamation marks, second season, the English name was "The Devils a Part Timer" season two sequel, Mm-mm. because they messed up the naming conventions. Right, it clearly had the extra exclamation mark. You might as well use it, but I do get that it can be very confusing. Uh, Because it it seems to be something that's a little bit more normal in Japanese naming conventions, at least from what we see. And Lost in Translation, right?
1: But you can't mess up the final season, like the name, right? Yeah. You know you're going to adapt it. I mean, I don't know if MAPA must know, right? They have to know. And the other thing is the average person, for better or for worse, does not follow anime on a day-to-day basis where they know things like Uncle Isekai is not canceled, or that's actually not the finale. It's just COVID delays. But this is even worse because you don't really have COVID as an excuse. You just decided for no reason to call it the final season, but then it's actually like 15 curs. You yeah. know, that I means not 15 curs, but you know what I mean. It's like, oh, it's a lot of anime for sure. Yeah. So it's like, we know the. How are you going to adapt all that with the manga when they first switched hands to Mappa, right? And you call they they called it the final season. We were like, How the fuck are you gonna do that? Yeah, because they were only halfway through the fucking manga series. Right. I'm like and then we thought at that time that it would be a continuous run. And then obviously it's not, and then now it's like with as like subsections of a subsection. It's like what the hell are you doing? Just yeah. don't call it the final season.
0: Or uh, actually what we thought maybe was just they would just do like a double cur. Yeah.
1: Maybe split. Or even and, and like then, and then run a movie. Or like Final season, like, part one, which is double cur, and then part two, which is a double cur. Like, even that is acceptable to me if we use the split cur system. But even though we went off a tangent, let's talk about beginnings. Because we made that same mistake with, you know, being kind of dedicated, devoted to the curse system when we heard of Oshinoko. So we both read Oshinoko. We both loved it. I like the mo- – I like that anime more I guess than you do but I think you would still really yeah, appreciate I, I like the it. anime like exactly yeah. when we first heard that it was by Kobo, we we're like oh, it's kind of odd pick but sure I mean they made a lot of decent shows they should be okay then we saw the episode count and it was 11 episodes and we freaked the fuck out because we were like okay if you adapt this much in an episode on average how the fuck are you going to, you know, like? F- we were like trying to like mind game, yeah. like- and then they shocked the whole world by saying we're just gonna be fitting one whole
0: volume of manga into one episode. How the fuck you do that? Oh, we're gonna do that by doing a two hour premiere. A N- uh, ninety ninety oh, okay ninety minutes is two
1: hours. Yeah,
0: so that's and that's going to yep. be the new mm-hmm. trend,
1: right? So it's like, oh, technically it's within a curve of anime, except one episode is only like 90 minutes and everything else is standard. So it's like, why are we so fixated on this curve system that we have to begin and end it in a curve, but then... The duration well, is then, not... There's also
0: the Mugen Train thing, too, right? You have mm-hmm. the movie, but then you also have like the six episodes that was adapted from the movie. So it's like, is that
1: season one or season two and whatnot? And yeah, that, because... Entertain- yeah. And, and they were slightly smart about it because now they call it like entertainment district arc. Yeah. So they don't call it season one or two or they three. They go by the arcs along the manga, which actually does broach... It's smart. The
0: it's smart, but it also just broach the question of... Are they able to do it consistently? Because from what I've read uh, online, some of the future arcs they have are extremely short. So how is it going to be like – are they going to name it
1: that specific arc or are they going to have a different naming convention for it or whatnot? So having read the whole manga, I can give you more insight on it, which is you're right. Yeah. Because essentially there is a final battle, right? Yeah. A final showdown. Uh, the problem with that is not the fact that there is one the problem is the final showdown is like the one piece thing of like this is the last part but there's like five there's like the last arc but there's like five arcs and each arc is like 50 episodes you know you know what i mean
0: yeah exactly There's there's always like a one piece or like a bleach episode where it's like there's a massive fight going on, but it takes place in five different places. Yeah, But it's all in the same timeline. Mm -hmm. So one episode, like episode 16, that fight is happening at the same time as episode
1: 17 and 18 and so on and so forth. Yeah, so it is in these types of situations where I really appreciate the anime adaptation process and I value how well you adapt it, right? It's like these types of scenarios where... Trying to jigger like because when you read a manga it's so much more like translatable when it's from paper to your like comprehension whereas when it is animated it's just less it's more restrictive in a certain sense because you you're not gonna rewind like 10 seconds or or like an episode or when things happen in conjunction you can cut but then as a viewer it's not the same it's not translatable yeah right.
0: I do have something I want to say about anime beginnings as well, and this is again just mm-hmm, more like mm-hmm. a personal gripe. But this is probably why I'm starting to depreciate my 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 care and attention for shonen action series mm-hmm. because of the fact that, and this is, it comes down to why does there's that so- have to do with credits opening mm-hmm. sequence? No, 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 not at all. What? This is the fact that like this kind of ties back into like why I wanted to talk about why there's too many anime series that come out every season. With shown action, attention span is important. You need to be able to get people to watch this stuff quickly to jump on the bandwagon and then like not deviate to other stuff. Right? We all have ADHD, yeah. Exactly. So it's like No for real, yeah. So when it comes to producing the first episode of a show in action, whether it be Jujutsu Kaisen or mm-hmm. Chainsaw Man mm-hmm. or um, a Demon Slayer or whatnot. Sure. The first episode is almost always the craziest, most hype shit. I mean, think about episode one of fucking uh, uh, Hell's like, Paradise. That's
1: all your Sakuka... Uh, the
0: bunch just goes right there. Of course, it's not the same with Demon Slayer because they do actually have some consistent animation later on. But it's like... You have one amazing opening, the greatest episode opening for this Pacing. season. Yeah, but then afterwards, like the next seven episodes, fuck all happens. That's the trap I fell into when watching Tact Op Destiny. Yes, yes, and because that first episode was a banger dude and then afterwards second episode was okay and then it just got worse and worse and then they
1: give you that stupid ending of play the game so, like, oh, wow. so the thing with tact op is that it's anime original yeah so because of that the onus is on the script writer to be able to control that pacing and that ebb and flow that being said plenty of shows whether it's even live action or animated has like the premiere episode be a banger. Yeah. And then, I mean, Oshinoko technically falls in that category. But it has to, though, because with the 90-minute theatrical release
0: kind of thing, like, it kind of has to be a banger. And I get that. I excuse them from that. But I And think, I also yeah. think that
1: the premiere episode of Oshinoko was a very... It was a good decision to do that.
0: I think the way they did it was like, this is genius script writing. This it's is as, as good as it can this, this get. Is, this was the only way they could do it and they pulled it off. But like with Shonen in action, it's probably why I feel it's got a little stale, No, a little, very stale for me, is that they all kind of followed the same progression. They load Yeah. It's just like at that point, you're just like, well, I'm in my refractory period now. I don't know how long it's going to be before I can get rock hard to watch you, all this you, shit again. You got plo- uh, post not clarity. Exactly. That's literally it. I just finished watching episode one and I realized, what am I doing? Why am I watching these kids like just all of a sudden like eat demon fingers and start running around? I mean, the
1: drop-off for a lot of shows mm-hmm, are mm-hmm, fall prey to that. That's why, for example, in anime, there's the three-episode rule. Yeah. Not because... You have to adhere to three episodes, but because generally three episodes contain either a mini arc within the curve or it's like a good summation of height slash like downtime or a good sense at least of the pacing or the rate of what is being adapted. And and this is probably why like my appreciation for Slice
0: of Life is growing because the fact that they're not like – they're, they're not tied to having to just showcase everything in one go. They, and don't, they, they don't want you to. They don't want you because they want you to be there for the whole journey. Bro, you got to, like, yeah.
1: chill out, man. Exactly. You don't have any of these the action wave, Evan man. flows.
0: It's literally just sit down, shut the fuck up, and watch this schoolgirl and schoolboy walk the class. And that's, like, an episode. It's like, Cool. I'll watch the next episode. This was also cool. Wow, I actually really like this series. But with like Hell's Paradise, you watch that execution scene immediately, and you're just like, what are they going to do next? Are they going to chop off more heads? Is there going to be more blood? Because at some point... Stay tuned and find out! Yeah, but at that point, like, there's always a limit right? There's always going to be diminishing returns to something. Like It's it's like the whole pizza analogy I like to go to. The first bite of your pizza, fucking amazing, because you were hungry. 10 out of 10. Second slice, I'm still hungry. It wasn't as good as the first one, but I'm going to still eat. 9 out of 10. Third piece, okay, it's getting kind of boring now. I'm getting a little bit full. This is like a 7 out of 10. And then the fourth slice, I'm just dropping it now.
1: Like or, the, or you have to eat them all in a span of two minutes. Yeah. Like the first is gonna be great and then you oh wow i have to eat the whole thing into in like i have a minute left shit and that's like i feel like a problem that is inherent in shonen
0: action it is literally a victim of its own doing like you have to get as many people to get hyped about your show but then you gotta think about convince them right yeah like you, you remember the first episode of naruto no exactly because nothing happened they slowly paced that shit up it was actually a very slow burn and yeah because of the fact that it has like 700 episodes wait it, does
1: he does does the episode end with him like on the roof shouting to everyone that he'll be hokage no i think
0: oh he does kind of say
1: that but like the next, they eat ramen
0: the, the next episode was when um that guy steals a scroll and then uh, Naruto comes back and gets That's it. That's the
1: second and, episode? And then he
0: learns how to do his uh, kagepunchi no jutsu. Yeah. Th- that, that, that was the second and episode. Then the, the sensei, Kakashi? though. Yeah, the, I know which one. I know which the one. good yeah. guy sensei. Yeah. But like, would you say that that was like, damn, this is this is the shit, man. This is what Naruto's all about. The kagepunchi no jutsu and all. No. like It's not the same as like watching fucking... Tanjiro learned how to do breathing techniques and slicing demons in half
1: and all that, you know? Uh, I do think to a certain extent that the whether it is due to the patience of the average person nowadays or just due to trends, I think back then when Naruto first premiered, everything was more of a slow burn, right? Monster is one of the best, like, manga series of all time and probably is one of, like, the best animes that you can say is, like, instant classic that you need to watch. Yeah, Monster is a show that if you do not watch it in its entirety, now, especially, like, nowadays, it is the most boring shit and the most blue-balled because everything is firmly building and layered on top of each other, then... Over time, you look down, and you are essentially on the tippy-top of, like, essentially Mount Everest. And yeah. everything is so intricately laid, so beautifully, like, uh, like you know, depicted and acted out that you're just like, this is fucking dope as fuck, 11 out of 10. Because
0: they keep the tension riding throughout. And when whenever there's a spike in suspense or action, mm-hmm. it's not, like, massive. It it, it it just has a little peak and then goes back down and it but it but it goes back to the original level of tension and keeps riding throughout and then you have like the big bad show I, up.
1: I just think a lot of people, uh, like a lot of like more like nineties early two thousands anime are just more slow and yeah. patient. Either that or and or as anime viewers, you are more patient. Yeah, but uh, I mean.
0: But, I don't know. But, and then that's also why like, I feel like with like Shonen action, they have to unfortunately fall on the crutch of throwing comedy in there to be able to at least have something to enjoy. That's why they call it
1: comic relief yeah. character, right? Right. Yeah. Like
0: all the slapstick interactions between the characters in Jujutsu Kaisen and Hell's Paradise, you kind of need those because you can't – like okay, if you just had action every single uh, – this, this is not – King and Ashura, right? This is not like a free for all battle, like melee. This is not fucking like, um, uh, what, what's what's the the, not the Valkyrie one? Um, Valkyrie one,
1: what?
0: Uh, the gods versus the humans one. Uh, what's it called? We're oh. Ra- gonna Ragnarok. to okay. Ragnarok. Like, it's not like that. Where like literally every episode is just like fist pumping. Like I'm gonna fucking kill you, kill you, kill you.
1: Like it's not like and that. Even that one, the animation adaptation was. Iffy, dreadful. I mean, but, uh, maybe the newer one is like it, it's yeah, got better scores. For yeah, certain. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but
0: like, that, that's why that's why like I I think with the way that shonen action is done now, like I get it. You have to stand up above the rest by giving someone a reason to pick your manga, to pick your anime, and if your first chapter, your first episode is wow, amazing,
1: okay. I'm hooked. It's also you have to keep up that pace at that point, and right? then you
0: and then you you could forgive the manga or the production company in terms of like okay, there's like some dumb episodes, but you gave me episode one or like episode seven was amazing, so I'm happy to just deal with like the training arc or like the real like medial like menial like fucking like slapstick comedy that happens. I, I get that, but after a while, you just see it's a very repetitive beginning process and ending process. It's always. Major climax in episode one. It's kind of, kind of chill, kind of chill, kind of chill. Introduce Big Bat. Oh, there's a big fight now. Then kind of chill, kind of chill, and then you end with a climax cliffhanger
1: episode for episode twelve. It it's, it's 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 too formulaic, you know. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with the word formulaic. I think Japanese culture is very well known for being very rule-abiding, formulaic, and kind of, in many ways. If you stray from the crowd, it's like frowned upon to a certain extent. Then you get the most like carb, like cookie cutter formulaic as formulaic action comedy uh, shown in where not only do you have to fit it within a really rigid structure of Kerr. Then you fit it within a rigid structure of the manga, and then you fit in within the manga the rigid structure of those tropes, like f- fairy tale, seven deadly sins,
0: fucking black clover, Naruto, and all that. They're all the same: the same ensemble cast, the same slapstick comedy, the same pervert harem gags, the same loud protagonists. And but I would all that. say
1: the new age of shonen, though, is. Yeah, doing it, it better. It's doing it better. It's, it's a, still formulates that's, that's how it
0: was before, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like let's say for all intents and purposes, pre Demon Slayer times, because Demon Slayer was the one that literally changed the show in action landscape. It was that massive, right? Sure. Yes. Absolutely. So, like, post Demon Slayer, now it's just like you're kind of seeing similarities. The, the trio are back, right? Mm-hmm. It's always going to be three main characters. One of them is going to be a little bit quirky. One's going to be the loud protagonist, and one of them's going to be a little bit brooding and whatnot. Maybe not so and much. And one of them has yeah. to be a girl, yeah, uh, or more effeminate, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. One of them's definitely going to be a cootery, <laughs> you know, like, like, like. There's, there's, it's it's not that hard. Kuchun dan, yeah. There it's you go. it's never going to be that hard to like create a trio of shonen action protagonists like it, it, you just have to make sure okay make sure one of them has yellow hair that's Yet. it right naruto yellow hair right fucking tanjiro and uh Zenitsu, zenitsu's yellow hair yeah right uh you don't have yellow hair in uh in, in jutsu kaisen but you do have like red brown and the black haired one but he's also a coup yeah, you know, he's, uh, uh, he's sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he like Megami is uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's 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 the Sasuke of Naruto and all that. Yeah. Yeah, so there's it's it's like those archetypes. I, th- I think in the end, right? Slightly like, stretching, but I know what you're saying. We, I know what you're but, saying. But we've had like those like we've talked about like tropes in anime and like these are the things that will always stay the same. And I think that this is the the new introduction of this particular anime trope in which if you're doing a show in action, you better have a banger opening and a banger ending. Uh, you get to fuck all in the middle, but, you know, pe- that's that's what people usually do. It's like people love to talk about how an anime starts and how an anime ends. Some episodes will be a little more memorable in the middle, but more often than not, you want to have a, a strong start and a strong finish.
1: I Yeah, generally speaking, with all, like... Shown in
0: action specifically, I mean.
1: Yeah, I would say more so for sure, but I think even anime or live action, yeah. your premiere episode and your ending finale and I guess for some split curves or if you have a double curve, your mid-season finale or mid, you know, like uh, yeah, mid uh well, no, 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 like mid-season finale, I guess it is the term is everyone cares about the bread of rather than the stuff the filling, in, yeah. Uh, of the filling, right? And we call it filling or fillers for a reason. But I think nowadays, though, unfortunately, that's just the name of the game. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it's also like slightly unnerving because on one hand, you have to appeal to your demographic, however large or however small, and or grab the attention of others. Then once they're on the hook, as long as you could keep them on the hook on the line you have to end on a good note but besides that who gives a shit about the middle but the thing is that like uh, i don't know i think pacing and ebb and flow is 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 a very interesting discussion but it's such a hard one to kind of tackle within the span of time yeah
0: and i think well because because it, it evolves victim to just consumer practice the, also it, it, production too yeah they, the the production team knows they have to make something that will be able to grab the attention of people and consumers are going to gravitate to something that will grab their attention it's it's chicken or egg that's literally it right like who's going to make the right opening and who's going to be watching the right opening which one will, is going to come first right do the consumers go to something because they know it's good opening but how would they know that if the producers naturally make them good in the first place it's 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 just that vicious cycle of we know this is what the consumers want and the consumers know this is what the producers have to do to get our attention.
1: And I think also, yes, Will and I and a lot of people are very sympathetic, understandable of constraints or the deadlines or the issues that come within, you know, anime and manga production. But it also... Along the same lines as once you make it, once you release it, produce it, right, it's fair game for us to critique. It's fair game for us to not consume it or continue to consume it, right? It's our rights as consumers. So it is like this really weird seesaw balance that will probably never be addressed in in, in a way that for it to pan out for everyone. Yeah, I mean because that's just our viewing
0: habits now. Right. Like, yeah, we, we're all fixed in that habit now. I, I don't. I don't really watch Shonen Action anymore. But I can guarantee that if you are a shonen, you you are a Shonen Action fan, you very much judge the series on its first episode, because if it doesn't your
1: attention at the at the at the start you're not going to reach the finish line i think nowadays not everyone adheres to something like the three episode rule it th- it
0: could be much shorter than that yeah, yeah
1: i mean it is definitely like a thing that people throw around and i think people that you know for us that grew up with the medium for a long period of time i think in terms of proportion we are more like fixated on the three episode rule or 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 some form of that rather than i think a lot of more younger audiences will be like you didn't get my attention day one i'm out end of story so then they have to put all the stuff there and then maybe they're more tolerable of the filler once they're on the hook and then maybe we are not because we're like we're not gonna put up with this shit but then it becomes a balance there too of like well who who do we care more about in terms of the demographic and priorities, right? I don't know. Like, it's a, such a hard question to to balance for a lot of uh creators and production people, right? Yeah,
0: because viewing habits and our tastes in anime are, believe it or not, not objective, mm-hmm. right? Everybody has a different reason or purpose for watching anime or reading manga in the first place. So that's why it's it's always that weird, like you said, that weird seesaw, that balancing act of, do we just give the consumers what they want right from the get-go, or do we want to make them make, make them work for it and like maybe have something in the middle? So, like, an example that I kind of have, which is not necessarily the best example, but like something that I felt was like, if you're going to do something, do it consistently, your boy Kong Ming. After episode one, where they do the introductions of the characters and there's a dance scene with some singing and all that, what do they do in episode two? They do it again. They do another dance scene, another singing episode, and then the third one. They do another dance, another sing. Maybe this time, instead of it being singing with a girl group, it's a rap. It's a rap battle and whatnot. And then there's always, is it, like every episode of Your Boy Kong Ming has a consistent theme running through. You know there's going to be a musical performance, you know there's going to be a t- tactical analysis breakdown from Your Boy Kong Ming on how he pulled that off and shit. You don't really see that with. I mean, it's not fair to say that like showing action should follow that kind of formula, but it's the it's the drop off of the action that makes makes it so that like is is it really that important to get everyone in at the door straight away, or could you build
1: towards people actually starting to crowd around your property? I have a counter example to what you just said. It may be the exception to the rule, but I think it's a good example. Shogu geki no soma especially in the earlier, like, first... Even, I would say, up to season, like, three or so, which they slowly, like, wavered. But if you For just... For all the non-Japanese fans, uh, we're talking about food, food wars. Food sorry, yeah. sorry. So, season one, especially, like, let's say the first, like, six episodes, right? Half cur. Honey, peanut butter, octopus.
0: Or is a squid. It was squid, it, yeah. It was a squid or octopus. It was squid. But that, that, that was that, that's how they started. And then that's when you, like... Ah, they've set the tone. We know what we're expecting from watching Food Wars. But I
1: think Food Wars is extremely well structured in that there's always going to be that etchy weird food scene. Yeah, there's always going to be a uh, like a food dish that is introduced, especially in the first couple. There's literally one dish that is introduced. Like the, f- I mean, we're going to spoil the first episode of season one of uh, maybe like the first couple. I mean, do we want to do that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Sure. The first episode is the mutton right the when they were at the diner the second episode I think was when Erina with the fried rice and the fat jello gel I forgot what the third episode dish was but there was a, always at least bare minimum a conscious like food dish that is in focus
0: oh there's you you bit your ass it' always going to be. Some sexual tension between Erina and Soma. Oh, yeah. she yeah.
1: go. He goes to the dorm. Yeah. And then makes the uh, the patty. Is that when, like, the dorm the master walks in yep. completely naked? I don't know. No, no, not 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 that episode. Not, not that guy. It was at night. Yeah, I remember he... the granny because it's like, what food you got? Well, you're at a cooking school. Oh, this is good enough. Oh, there's all scraps,
0: right? Yeah, this is a cooking school. Like, if you want to eat, you got to make your own food, dude. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs>
1: But it was like those mini episodes is has the structure of like a beginning, middle, and cur, right? I think a lot of script writers, like Western script writers at least, because I have at least more insight of that, is they put a lot of like effort into understanding, you know, that's why in, in like Western media there's like the dark second act and then the climax and then the drop off and all these terms. I'm not saying, or, or there's like other series where it's like, there's definitely a main overriding plot, mm-hmm. but they'll always introduce subplots. Right. right. Or, or it could be like, Oh, this monster of the week, but then they add in an overarching thing that is like, we give you a little bit of that overarching story of the season, like bits and pieces. Yeah. But then we have the monster of the week that is very formulaic, but still nonetheless entertaining. Uh, I am not saying that script writers or anime adaptations who are focused on script writing are, like, any lesser. But I think because of the structure, the rigid structure that the medium forces them to be in, and or the fans expect it to be in, that regardless of what you're adapting, regardless of how you want to adapt it, you are already from the beginning handicapped in a certain way yeah
0: i I think like that's that's generally like when it comes to talking about like beginnings and endings of anime series curves seasons or whatnot it's you you just know what you need to do and unfortunately sometimes it does mean that it becomes a bit like boring and dry um but that this is just coming from my perspective because you know damn well with series like hell's paradise and Shutsukais and whatnot even if they follow the same episodic format in terms of how they start and how they end the series how they end the season people are still love that shit there's a reason why we have fucking 10 season 10 movies for fast and furious right mm-hmm. there's a reason why we have four movies for the expendables and all that like it does. People know what they like and they will go back to it,
1: even if it's the same damn thing. I mean, would you feel like either. Would you feel the following scenario either awkward, unnatural, or you just be like, what the fuck? Okay, I'm going to give it to you. So we know that double episode lengths can be a normal thing with an anime, right? It's becoming more and more normal now, yeah. Now imagine. A scenario where there are double episode lengths spliced somewhat randomly inside a cur. How would you feel about that? So I'm not just talking, for example, the premiere episode and the finale, for example, or each episode being 50 minutes. Let's say all of a sudden, um, the first, uh, the premiere episode is 90 minutes. Sure, if you have enough, or you're, it's good enough, or whatever. Then episode two, normal broadcast. Then normal uh, three is 20 minutes normal broadcast. And all of a sudden, episode four is double cur. I mean, sorry, double length. Then all of a sudden, episode five is double length. Then all of a sudden, episode six, like it's uneven in that sense. It'd be
0: weird, but again, it would have to come under like what context? Like why is it that in the middle there is a double cur? Like for example, like this is a live action example, but uh, Narcos, there's like – certain episodes in the beginning or end are like 30, 40 minutes long. And then there's some episodes in the middle that are like 50 minutes, even an hour long. And you're wondering, well, I mean, is it noticeable? No, because they don't really follow a strict
1: format of like anime where it has to be like 25 minutes. And it's not broadcasted, right? Yeah. So then they don't, they're not restricted in that sense. But when you don't have any of those restrictions and you still have this uneven length, off the rip would you think it's weird it, it would be weird for sure and i
0: think it's also weird from like a business perspective because look, any time a studio or like a business announces catch that episode because it's going to be the finale and it's going to be a double episode oh everybody's watching that shit but if you did it in the middle for no reason whether you choose to announce it or not i feel like it kind of is this is going back on my whole like why are things so formulaic and stuff? I guess there has to be some consistency, some formula as to why there is a a, a middle hump of double episodes or extended length episodes. I mean,
1: people always say variety is a spice of life, but if there is no rules or structure and it's just pure madness and chaos, no one is going to like that despite you saying so, I yeah. think.
0: It, it, it is definitely a, an important part of production where you figure out how you start a series and how you end a series um not not even just series just like occur specifically right like it's it's if we knew how to do it we'd be writing anime too but we don't right so yeah. it's it's not really our place to tell directors and producers how
1: they should go about producing their anime but i will tell you if i like it or not right well, let's take also mugen train then When we adapt, when it was adapted into the TV series, right? I think it was in print, like on paper, a very good move, especially when it is mandatory because you need to know about those things. It's not like a, a spin off movie or a finale movie. This is literally spliced in the middle. You have to watch a movie or else you will be completely lost. In in entertainment district arc, right?
0: Yeah. And I think that in a way it's like it's almost like sunk costs. It's like, yeah, okay, they can get more money. They they can also they can make more money in terms of like licensing and all, but it's like it it really does not like generate that much revenue for you know the company to have both a movie version and then six months later release the TV
1: version. But it also could be streaming too,
0: right? Like you said, it's
1: needed for
0: consistency amongst fans if they did not watch movies. Mugen trained the movie, and you told them to go straight into the Entertainment District arc. Yo, what the fuck's going on? Right? You you need to have that crossover. So for them, it was a necessary cost. It was a necessary act to be able to make sure that if you didn't watch the movie, hey, you still have a chance to at least be caught up. But then there's also the you know, we we had that discussion of yeah. since the way the mm-hmm. movie played
1: out this way, mm-hmm. what it would
0: what would it be like
1: to have it broken up into six different parts? And it with, sucked. Yeah, I granted i did not sit down and watch all six episodes i was kind of because i we watched the i mean i watched the movie yeah and um That's, yeah sorry the, sorry remind me my bad um and i was just like working on stuff and then watching it all, like you know here and there the beats are technically the same but because you spliced it it's so jarring that when the movie is structured in 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 a very like uh, deliberate format then you splice it up yes you can do that and then insert the uh, the op and ed but it's so weird it doesn't make sense yeah in the, from a, from like a pacing or experience Look, perspective like you said it was necessary but it was just shit still for like
0: people who actually enjoyed watching demon slayer like of course the optimal experience would be to watch season one watch the movie watch watch Entertainment District Arc, and so
1: on and so forth. Do you know a lot of people who watch Oshinoko? No, actually. Not personally, no. Okay. I don't know that many more, but uh, a consistent thing that I've heard from a lot of people was the going over the hump of watching 90 Minutes. Yeah. And I worry about that with Fierin. Because how are you going to stomach two hours? It could be the best two hours. But but, it, but
0: it's also like, if you haven't read the manga, it's a hard sell,
1: right? And that being episode one of yeah. maybe occur or double, right? Yeah. Like, how in the world are you going to... Like, I we we could look back on the premiere of, of, of Fyere and being like, that was the best move. Just like Oshinoko, right? Yeah, And I agree that the way it was done, the first episode of Oshinoko was almost the perfect way to fit in all that content with that production and the hook. But two hours? Yeah.
0: I mean, like, you and I both read the manga. At least for me, I read volume one, right? You read more. But it's like, I think you and I are cautiously optimistic. We could eat our words,
1: but like, fuck. It's like, and then later on, it's like, guys, guess what? We're doing a whole curve anime, yeah. and each one is Three hours long. That's
0: the thing I actually do want to bring up, right? Like, do you, like, now that we've seen it with Oshinoko and now soon to be with Frieren? do you feel that, like, feature length like, first episodes are going to become, like, a more normal thing?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I don't, I mean. I, I, I'd hope not. So Because then it just waters
0: something- down the point of having, like, great openings, too. It's like, if every single one of them did that, then, one, yo these animators are going to be working to death. Like I don't want them to do that much work, but two, it's like if everyone is doing it, then there's nothing special
1: about doing a feature length opening anymore. So this is one thing that I do want to talk about as well. So I'm glad that we're, we're touching upon it. My opinion is it is, it might sound like an awesome thing, but I think almost in many respects, it's the most destructive It's a very selfish thing. And I'll explain why. I think when you create Eve, okay, I would say double-length openings are exempt, as in they're understandable. Yeah, I would say fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I would say if it's like
0: fifty minutes, like we've seen that before.
1: Yeah, like an hour premiere, I would say that's way more commonplace, like for a long time. But right, but an an hour and a half, or two, two hours, because ninety minutes is six episodes, I think, roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two, I cur- mean, um, two hours is obviously like. At like eight, you're almost at a cur at that point, yeah, yeah. So I would argue that it is an extremely selfish thing because it creates a the expectations of what people that are invested in the property will think, because they might, similar to what you would say, you you blow your load, then all of a sudden the rest of the cur is like not that great, whether it is production visuals or anything because you poured all of that to make a big bang. And I would say this as well, as much as I do love
0: uh, Oshinoko, okay, love's a strong word. I do As much as I do really like Oshinoko, it definitely felt weird after watching 90 minutes for the first episode to go back to watching regular curves. and yeah. Regular episode length. It was just like, uh sat through 90 minutes to watch this, and it was amazing. But now we're just watching it. It, it was like watching and Train, and then watching the TV show right
1: afterwards. Yeah, it's disorienting for sure, right? Or, or or at least it feels not necessarily bad, but it feels awkward, like unnatural because we're just not exposed to that often, right? Yeah. I get that. So I think it would create bad expectations for the user – I mean, sorry, the user, the consumer, right? Then it creates, as you alluded to, bad expectations for other people in the industry yeah because then it'll be like oh i can do it for 90 minutes oh i can do it for two hours i can do it for three hours oh this is a four hour special episode zero before the season starts motherfuckers and i'm just like guys stop it okay
0: soon there's gonna be like Our first episode is a three-hour choose-your-own-adventure visual novel. Oh, do
1: you like a curve anime? We put a curve anime in in your your curve curve anime. anime. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, in many ways, Attack on Titan is essentially, at least the naming convention, alludes to that, right? Because within final season, there are multiple parts. Okay, I get that. Right, that makes sense. And then each of those parts have each individual parts. That's exhibit level of naming convention and in many ways, is like the most perplexing thing ever, right? Yeah, it's
0: going to be – like the final season, part three, part two, the sequel, the right. final part. Like, come on. Just, just say this is going to be a long-ass season and just cut the bullshit. Right. You know, just say – cur one, cur two, cur three of the final. Like I get that they need to have these naming conventions for business and for distribution purposes, but it gets so egregious at this point. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you can't even just decide on how you're going to name your seasons because you don't know how long it's going to take for you to finish it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just sad. I don't, I don't I don't I don't like it.
1: So then it's in my opinion for the long term, it is bad for the user, consumer. It is bad for the creators in terms of your peers. Then it's also technically bad for the creators because they have to fucking rush essentially a double cur or whatever or like 90 minutes of content in one go. It is Unless if you have – and you pace like your production cycle well enough, which I mean – You can, but statistically speaking, and we anecdotally and news-wise, that hasn't happened forever. You're gonna overwork and kill your own staff members. Yeah, you have to make it make sense. Like Oshinoko, it made sense,
0: and they made it work. Fiern, it makes sense. While they're doing a two-hour premiere, would it work? That's to be seen. Right. Mm -hmm. But like I, but you have to commend at least like at least. With us having, you know, insider knowledge and all that,
1: there's a reason why they're doing a two-hour premiere. Yeah. And then the non-believers, so to speak, or people without that know-how, a lot of them, and for me anecdotally I can tell you, are turned off by that 90 minutes. They're like, I don't want to sit and watch something that should— Watch a movie, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll just watch a movie at that point, right? Why do I need to watch a movie within my curve anime that I am used to? Which, to be fair, I think we are all conditioned because of this rigid structure of occur beginning and ending this format. A double episode length is widely acceptable for a lot of people. But beyond that, unless if it's like a finale or even a finale movie, it's like – it's extremely like unorthodox. And it's
0: not the same as watching a season of anime and then having to watch a movie afterwards. Because it's you not, can the, choose it. Because that's yeah that's that's an entirely different thing. We're talking about like if you're watching a season of anime and one of those episodes is two hours long. That's when it's just like, okay,
1: what are we doing, guys? Yeah. Like... And the inverse is true, too, with Mugen Train. When you split a movie into six episodes, it's jarring because it's originally intended to be a movie... And therefore, within it, there is the way that things are structured or paced, right? So, when what about when TV series
0: become movies, like with like compilation? The... Well, like with Bochy the Rock, because the movie is essentially a theatrical version of season one. So, a lot of compilation films do exist. Yeah. So and what are, what are your thoughts on that then? it's an
1: opposite and Train, where and Train was movie to TV. Which is rarer. Yeah. Usually it's the other way around. Compilation yeah. movies are way, way, way more common. Yeah. Um, I think it's a smart thing. It's like the more healthier thing and the, the smarter thing because A, you have more to start and then you cut rather than figuring out how to like
0: Splice everything
1: and make, exactly. it, make it make sense, right? You're making a Frankenstein at that point. Yeah. Whereas the here, you are you, being you have, more, you have all the ingredients laid out for you. And you're picking and choosing. You're being more conscious of it. And also, you don't necessarily just have to work with those ingredients. You could go to the market because you can add in extra scenes to entice. Uh, Throw in an Easter egg. And yeah, that. because yeah. you can entice people who have watched the anime season to be like yo check out the compilation film because there is extra scenes or oh this part wasn't in the the series because we couldn't adapt it all but guess what for the compilation we'll put it in there oh you like fruits basket huh 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 yeah. guess what prelude is happening yeah. oh shit and guess what before that, we will put out the compilation films. So if you really want to sit down and watch all Lord of the Rings for 24 fucking hours, hell yeah, sure. Yeah. So that's why I think the inverse is way healthier for everyone, especially because it's already been made to a certain extent.
0: It just makes sense.
1: Yeah, the fact that you already have everything laid
0: out, you might as well make a compilation movie out of it as opposed to the other way round where it's like – We have the movie, but we're not sure if everybody's watched it. And we have season three coming out. So, um, well, season, but not season two, Entertainment District are coming out. Let's just throw out a
1: TV series. Now, as an aside, personally, I hate compilation films because (laughs) it makes no sense to me. Especially after already watching the main series, right? People who would want to watch the compilation film would probably just watch the anime series proper. Or they would treat it like how I treat it, which is like a really, really long recap episode. Yeah.
0: In that sense, it makes more sense to actually have a compilation movie for an existing season as opposed to make a movie and then break it into a TV
1: series. Now, Evangelion Rework is different. Yeah. Because it's like a a remake of a series, so then it's like its own thing, right? And the only instance, though, I would do compilation films— like I would sit and watch compilation films is it is we do a marathon or we're strapped for time for a podcast and we watch it at two times speed <laughs> I'll never watch two times speed. or or I watch the finale movie but I haven't I don't remember what happened in previous season. so I watched a compilation film before I watched the movie those are the only reasons why I would ever watch compilation films yeah I think that pretty much wraps up what what, what our thoughts
0: are what your, your what your thoughts are our runtime is almost as long as an Oshinoko episode. <laughs> is it? Uh, well, our hour fourteen. We're only the fifteen minutes away. We're not attempting to be longer than an Oshinoko episode. We've done that too many times already. What? Yeah. No. That's yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna say
1: yeah. what for like another fourteen minutes. I'm just kidding. All right. So, uh, before I get into show notes, will is there any sort of parting thoughts you want to say? any, like, wrap-up thoughts about beginning an anime, ending an anime, yeah, or I, I, uh, I, I, beginning, I, I, ending, This is period. more just
0: like me just saying, like, I hope people listening to this don't think that I absolutely dog on like, Shonen Action Series. I, I know I use it as an example of, like, why there are certain, like, really bad openings or endings to, to anime. I mean, I'll
1: just say it for both of us. Don't forget, listeners, if you are of a certain age, like we are, you grew up Loving anime because of shonen action, and also modern sh- shonens like Jujutsu Kaisen and whatnot, and Demon Slayer are fan fucking tastic. However, that doesn't mean the things that we love the most don't be understood, or we understand those the most, yeah. and we know therefore. And after a while, course. it's like you know, I've I've had a taste of shonen
0: action for so long. Now nah, I want some slice of life instead. We
1: shit on isekais, but. Every once in a while mid isekai's like are okay as like a you know like a mid stop mid break right or you can do something about it to surprise me yeah
0: i guess that's my my final
1: word that I wanted to put out there uh i think beginning an anime and ending an anime has less rules and structure around that now but i think at the same time it's a double edged sword because anime production anime scheduling episode counts are so rigid and like ironclad rule that if we do anything to deviate from that almost everyone is like caught off guard and it becomes an extremely hard balancing act for the adaptation process, production process or the user even Uh, and it we just has to put more thought and consideration when you begin and end, however long or however short it is. Yeah.
0: So you spent the last hour and 20 minutes just talking about anime beginnings and endings. Let's see if Jason can pull off the ending for Bits and Pieces episode question mark, because we have no idea when this is going to release.
1: I know what this episode number is. Do you know? 22? Yeah, yeah. boy. And the next episode should be, because it depends, but right now in the pipeline is our season six finale. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're about to end this episode and start that at some point. I don't know. We're not going to start it today. But you can always reach us through our Gmail email. Wow, I fucked that up from the get-go. <laughs> wow. Fuck. Wow. Uh, GA Palette at gmail.com. That's G A P A L E T T E, all lowercase, all one word. Uh, Elon Musk is going to castrate me if I don't say you can use our handle at Palette Good on X, formerly Twitter, using the handle at Palette Good. That's capital P and capital G, all one word. And you don't need to episode lengths to tell me how wrong Will and I are, but if you really want to, you can talk to us on our Discord server using the invite link in the show description. You can tell us our web of lies are intricate, but you can also go to our website, www.goodanimepalette.com all lowercase, all one word. I will be firm about our music credits for this episode, which is, our intro music is what is it jason maybe we will meet again by bagel (laughs) outro like the ocean by the big letdown yep thank you uh it's funny because i was staring at the script in front of me and i still (laughs) fucked up i don't (laughs) understand like look look at this look at this see this is why
0: opening and ending anime series is tough but, as, as we always say, all the music that we've been uh, using for our episodes have been provided by Epidemic Sounds. Uh, you can always use them on a was it a trial basis.
1: Uh, you, uh, first of all, you, uh, you could support the music artists that we feature by listening to them on Spotify, Apple Music, or various music listening platforms. But as Will said, our royalty-free music was provided by Epidemic Sound. If you're interested... You can always sign up using the referral link in our show description. But terms and conditions apply. Ugh. I think we're good, right? No no more, like, final words. Stay tuned for the episode after this. Where we spirit bomb for three episodes for the final season. Part three. Alpha EX. Double thingy majig suplex landing turbo ultra killer instinct gear exert in birth under night i'm just like naming all these acronyms of fighting games that i know the finale the finale (laughs) part four t9